Todd Serling. You're listening to The Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Kim Weisskopf's unraveling of a grisly prescription. The host call. Starring Jackie Cooper. In a mutual broadcasting system presentation of... The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the makers of Hallmark Cards, Nabisco, Kodak, and the Ford Motor Company. This is The Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Hugh Downs. Recently, I participated in a Ford LTD fuel economy run from Phoenix to Los Angeles, where the average for five cars was 18.8 miles per gallon with standard 351 V8 engines. The high was 20.3, and I averaged 19.7. My first reaction was surprise, because I think you'll agree the numbers sound a little high. So I'd like to stress that gas mileage depends on many factors, things like total weight, maintenance, road and driving conditions, and you might not get the same results, but probably most important of all are your personal driving habits, how you behave when you drive. And one of the things we did in the test was to make a point of never exceeding 50 miles an hour. I think all of us who participated would agree that driving reasonably is a very modest price to pay for something else you can get from a Ford LTD. The good feeling of riding in a solid, well-made automobile. The quiet riding Ford. The closer you look, the better we look. Doctors are a strange breed. They are scientists, craftsmen, and to a degree, heroes. Dr. Edward Goodley is about to take his surgeon's hands to a most unusual operation. We call it the house call. Picture this. County General Hospital. A surgical team is going home after an all-night vigil. I've been up all night, Pete. I'm exhausted. I got out of surgery not 15 minutes ago. The others will understand. My game would suffer, we'd lose, so you'd suffer. Oh, but Eddie, you said yourself, golf is good therapy. Get out in the clean, fresh air. Stretch those tired muscles. Paging Dr. Goodley. Paging Dr. Goodley. I've got a call, Pete. Make it snappy, will you? We got a 10 o'clock starting time. Hello? Yes, who's this? Lynn Carpenter. You probably don't remember me. Of course I remember. I wrote you a letter of recommendation for county health work. Yeah. Did you get the job? Yes, thank you, but I... Is something the matter? Uh, oh, I don't know why I'm calling you. There's no one else I can trust, no one here. Where are you calling from? Shady Glade Rest Home. I work here. I think someone should know about conditions out here. What do you mean? Well, it has to do with how the old people are being treated. I can't say for sure, but from what patients have told me, and I, I think they're big. Hello? Lynn? Hello? Hello? <laughs> 
too tired to play golf, but some dizzy broad hangs up on you and you drive a hundred miles out to the boondocks. So, why did you come with me? I've never been out here before. I don't know. Lynn didn't hang up. She was cut off. Why didn't you call her back? I did. All circuits were busy. Or out. This is it. Oh, it looks kind of crummy for a hospital. It's not exactly a hospital. Shady Glade's a facility for the aged run by the county. They've had funding problems. I guess so. You know, this place gives me the creeps. Let's go in. You're the doctor. Pull the screen door shut, if you will. The bugs are just horrible this time of year. I'm Mrs. Dixon, clinic supervisor. You would be? Dr. Edward Goodley from County General. And this is Peter Lyons. I'm in uh, restaurant fixtures. How nice. What brings you gentlemen to Shady Glade? We rarely get visitors. We're looking for someone, Mrs. Dixon. Yes? A young woman named Carpenter, Lynn Carpenter. I believe she works here. She called me on the phone earlier this morning. Well, Lynn did work for us, but she left over a week ago. So she must have spoken to you from her new job. Though I have no idea who would hire the poor girl. Why do you say that? Oh, doctor, Lynn is a very sweet girl. But when it comes to working with the old and infirm, she's a total incompetent. We had to let her go. I see. I thought she said she was calling from here, but I may have misunderstood. Well, that must be the case, Dr. Goodley. In any case, Mrs. Dixon, she did mention something about the way the patients were being treated here. Oh, we have no patients here. We're all residents. The only privilege we have as administrators is the freedom to leave the grounds. Lynn used the term old people. Dr. Goodley, I cannot stand here and argue Surely, Mrs. Dixon, two parties are necessary for an argument, and I, for one, have not been a participant. If I had been, I would have called you a liar by this time. Well. I'm going over your head, all the way to County Superintendent McPhee. Don't bother to show us up. You'll be hearing from me. Offices. I'd like to speak with Superintendent McPhee. Tell him Ida Dixon is calling. You stand alone and wait. He's 20 minutes late. He'll find a smile will go to those smiles with Kodak's Pocket Smile Saver Kit. For less than $30, you get a little pocket camera, color film, magic cubes, extender, and lots more for less than $30. For a limited time only at your photo dealers. I remember growing up, but most of all, I remember Mama. The day I graduated from high school, her eyes looked bright and glad and misty all at the same time. Oh, yes, I remember, Mama. I remember how she cried the day my first child was born and the love just shone in her eyes. This Sunday is Mother's Day. Remember with a Hallmark card when you care enough to send the very best.
see Superintendent McPhee. I'm sorry, but he isn't in. When do you expect him back? Not for the rest of the day. He had a meeting. Oh. Well, let me leave a message for him. Tell him Dr. Goodley from County General was here. I have some urgent business to talk about. Ida, why didn't you tell me that you suspected the girl before all this happened? I called you as soon as I knew. You're a hard man to reach. Where's she now? I had Percy take her out to the tool shed. Goodley didn't see her? I told you, he never left the room. When did he leave? Oh, two or three hours ago. And what about this business of his coming to my office to see me? He was just throwing his weight around, probably to ask you about the girl. All you have to do is back me up. There's nothing to worry about. Well, let's hope so. Goodley has a reputation as a real bulldog. All right, take me to see the girl, and I'll be ready for Goodley. Very well. Ah, uh, here, let me take that off for you. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, Dr. Goodley must have spoken to you. Mrs. Dixon and Percy locked me in here. Terrible things are happening. Look, please untie my hands. We have to get away. There, there, dear. Are you going to be all right? I'm here to help you. Oh, good. Uh, you say that Mrs. Dixon and uh, Percy did this? Yes, thing? and they've done worse to the others. What others? The old people here. There have been beatings and, and horrible, cruel things. I've been told and, and I've seen. Oh, Mrs. Dixon. Yes, child. This man. This man is County Superintendent McPhee. He knows all about your condition. My condition? Yes. Your fits and rantings. He's here to see that you are properly attended Miss McPhee, she's lying. What I told you is the truth. You've got to believe me. Look, they, they bound my hands and, and hidden me out here so I couldn't be found. Nonsense, child. You're a menace to the other residents. We have to keep you in isolation. Please, Mr. McPhee, tell her to let me go. I've done nothing wrong. She's the one. And Percy, I've got proof. You have? What proof? Signed statements. Several of them. Like this one? Where did you get that? Give it to me. Mr. McPhee, read it for yourself. May I see it, please? Uh, oh. Well, these are strong allegations. Torture, starving. Uh, perhaps this man, Mr. Singleton, is uh, is getting senile. No. Oh, he's a fighter and, and sharp. Anyway, why would he lie? Well, now, you say you, you had several other statements. Where would they be? Untie my hands and I'll take you to them. Well, that's a reasonable request. No, Tom. She knows more than what I've told you. You mean you... Help! Somebody help! I tried to help you, but you wouldn't let me. Percy's going to her room now looking for the other papers. Mr. Singleton was smart enough to give me his by choice. Of course, there wasn't much of a choice. Oh, calm yourself, child. Mrs. Dixon, I'd uh, like to have a word with you. Did you notice the layout of Shady Glade when we were there this morning? Well, let me think. We were in like a house. There was a smaller building off to one side and, and trees, lots of trees. That's about all I remember. We left in such a rush. Wow, somebody else is leaving in a rush. Did you see that? I saw it. Hey, what are you doing? Pulling over. We're going to walk in. We're going to what? We can go through here. Now, stay close to the trees. So what do you expect to find out here anyway, Eddie? I don't know. 
But I don't want to run into anyone while I'm looking, so stay down. Hey, what's that? Did you hear that? Look, over there. Who's he? What's he doing? I don't know. Let's get a closer look. Well, what do you know? It's a stone forest. Boy, look at the size of that cemetery. That's what I was afraid of. Well, well what's that? That man. He's digging a grave. I found the papers. Lucky for us. Lucky for you and Percy, you mean. Can't have this kind of carelessness. What do you mean, lucky for Percy and me? Why, you... Ah, I'd like to ah, scratch your eyes No, out. you wouldn't. I never should have listened to you in the first place. I take all the risks, and you sit back in your easy chair. I am a public You're servant. You're a devious, murdering... Oh, slow down, slow down. You're very belligerent today, Ida. No need for us to fight. Not now. We got what we came for. Now, this girl has no family. No, that's why we hired her. She rents his off-premises room from us, so no landlord's going to miss her. Same as the others. Percy's taking care of her. What about Dr. Goodley? Leave him to me. You better be getting back to Shady Glade. How do you propose I get there? I'll call you a cab. Here's $20. That should cover it. What about the other money? You owe me for seven bodies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a great day here at the Ritz Cracker Bakery. Ritz is celebrating its 40th birthday with a Ritz Blitz. That means you're going to save a lot of money because... I see it, I see it, I can't see it. The crowd is getting very excited. We're waiting for the first Ritz birthday box. We've been told there are money-saving coupons printed right on the box. 40 cents worth for the Ritz 40th birthday. And I, I think, yes, yes, it's here now. I've got the first Ritz birthday box right in my hand. It is magnificent. There's a coupon to save you 13 cents on Nescafe instant coffee. Save 10 cents on Nutter Butter cookies. 7 cents on Blue Bonnet margarine. And save 10 cents on Snack Mate cheese spread. Save a total of 40 cents during the Ritz 40th birthday celebration. Remember, everything's great when it sits on a Ritz. So look for the Ritz Crackers birthday box from Nabisco at your grocer's now. Happy birthday, Ritz. Offer void where prohibited by law. shed for a long time. I wonder, I wonder who he buried in that grave. I wonder who the second one's for. Well, we can't stay here. It's getting late. And to tell you the truth, I'm a little tired of playing detective. <laughs> Why don't we... Pete, look out. Huh? Put down that shovel. Who's going to make me? Oh, my God, Eddie, he's nuts. There's only one of him and two of us. Come here, you... Now! I took a divot right out of his head. How's the girl? She's in shock. We can't move her. Someone's coming. It's a taxi. That Dixon woman's getting out. She's going into the main building. You stay here. I'm going up to the house. Mrs. Dixon has some explaining to do. Mrs. Dixon? Mrs. Dixon? Somebody there? In here. What happened to you? Percy, he did it. He drugged us all. All right, take it easy, old timer. 
Now, don't try to move. The others, all in the ward, except Singleton. He, he got away, too. I crawled this far. Who's Singleton? Isn't there a doctor here? There was. He's dead. Mrs. Dixon, where is she? I saw her come in the building. She's upstairs in the third floor. She's the one who ordered this. She's the one. She, it, it's going to be all right. I'm going to put you back into bed. Oh. You ambulance boys made good time. There's a girl out in the tool shed who needs your help. What about this one? Well, nothing you can do for her. Next broken. She's dead. My friend's with the girl now. He can help you. There are some people inside who'll need attention as well. The police should be here in a minute. I've got to get to town right away. Who's there? It's Dr. Goodley, Mr. McPhee. Could I see you a moment? How'd you get into the building? It's, it's close to the night. The guard let me in. I saw your light on. May I come in? No, I was just leaving. I have paperwork to do at home. But this won't take long. I'm sorry. Uh, my duties come before a social visit. This concerns your duties, and I'm not here to make small talk. I'm talking about complicity in a murder. Sir, I have a car waiting. A gray sedan with county license plates? You're standing in my way. Like the gray sedan that nearly ran me off the road this afternoon outside the Shady Glen rest home? Where? Why, well, I, I don't believe I've been to Shady Glade since I took office. You might be interested to know that Mrs. Dixon is dead. The clinic supervisor dead? She was pushed out of a third-story window. Are you accusing me of pushing her? That's preposterous. No, no, you didn't push her. A man by the name of Singleton has already confessed that he did. Singleton? We have no one on the staff payroll by that name. Oh, but you have on the welfare roll... And I presume his government check is in that briefcase you're holding. You thought he'd been done away with like some of the others. With no next to kin, any number of Shady Glade residents could simply disappear with no questions asked. The government wouldn't know, would they? This is absurd. Then there's the matter of the missing Dr. Sherman. What? He's not missing anymore. His body's in a shallow and marked grave on the edge of the Shady Glade Cemetery. Stand aside. I'm not stopping you. But the police downstairs just might. It's all over, Mr. McPhee. Your duties and my visit. I just wanted to let you know. Aging Dr. Goodley. Aging Dr. Goodley. Lynn. I wanted to thank you personally, Dr. Goodley, for, for saving my life and the lives of all those other people at Shady Glade. It was you, young lady, who called for a doctor. And don't forget Pete. <laughs> If it hadn't been for him, we might all be... Well, it all turned out for the best. Uh, what's going to happen to Mr. Singleton? They called Mrs. Dixon's death a justifiable homicide, so he'll get off. Oh, good. Percy won't be so fortunate, and Superintendent McPhee is going somewhere where he'll have a long time to grow old. Mm -hmm. I doubt that he'll do it gracefully. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm not interrupting anything, am I? Come on in, Pete. Well, just for a minute. I stopped by to remind you that we've got a 10 o'clock starting time tomorrow, so don't stay up all night tonight. I won't if Lynn will join me for dinner. Oh, I'd love to. Oh, doctor. Uh, 
Can I, I need help a camera. You? Yes, I need, I need a camera, and I. Uh -huh. I'm you came going to the right place. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to Afghanistan to hunt rocks, and rocks. I need a small uh, camera that fits in the pocket, so it takes mm -hmm. big, clear pictures. Good. I, I have, have exactly what rocks. you're looking for. Oh, yeah? I have six different models of the Kodak Pocket Instamatic camera. Well, that's wonderful. Uh -huh. I'm going to take the Native Railway native for two weeks railway. and then get off and walk for six walk? months over sharp rocks. So I don't sharp want anything rock. big and, right. and bulky, but I. Uh -huh. Look, I, I have a Kodak Pocket Instamatic 20. It weighs about four ounces. That sounds good. Uh huh. What kind of rocks are you hunting? Diamonds. Oh, so am I. The Kodak Pocket Instamatic camera. Big, sharp, clear pictures from the camera that slips into your pocket. Six different models starting at less than $23. The Kodak Pocket Instamatic camera. One must be prepared to endure incredible hardships. Yeah. And, and success is not inevitable. I've returned home many times empty-handed. Mm -hmm. So have I. <laughs> I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of... Zero Hour. The House Call was adapted for radio by Kim Weiskopf. Jackie Cooper was heard as Dr. Goodley. Featured in the cast were Jerry Hausner, Ann Whitfield, Lorene Tuttle, Carl Swenson, and Alan Bergman. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.